the casino. She lost all her money. She said, don't feel sorry for me. See the fireflies flying around. Get you some jars, catch a few. But y'all just sit around, get some blankets, some chairs, gather around. I got my hot tea. And we're gonna sit here. Y'all pass me my pipe so I can I like to light it. Every so often I'll take two pulls on smoke. I don't inhale. But I love it when my spirits dance above in the clouds of smoke. Oh, just gather around, my babies, gather around. We're going to hear a story, a problem, a solution, and a spiritual way of fixing it. Because, see, that's what we do back here in the back porch. Ain't nobody walking through the front unless they the president. Why the president coming to visit me? I have no idea. But just a regular old down-home conjure back porch root woman. We're going to sit here and make it right. So today... We're going to talk about, see, when I was a child, my mom and them would sit in the kitchen, and I learned my best lessons and one of many great stories. Either I was shelling peas, snapping beans, cutting collard greens, clean chitlins. 
I was doing something. Peeling potatoes. Something you got to do. It's the only way you can sit around the table. Now, it took me some years before I got to sit at the table. I sat around on the bucket, on the chair. The older women got chairs. You sat on the bucket or the floor or the radiator, put a blanket, folded, you know, the moving blankets back in the day. You was lucky if you got a few of those because they served well in the winter. So you fold those a couple of times and you sit your ass there and you start doing what you need to do. Every so often, you'll flip that damn uh, blanket because it's going to get cold and uh, hot. I mean, sometimes that shit come through and you flip it, you know, refold it or give it some air. Or you'll take a pillow and put it on top. Oh, you wind up building a full castle <laughs> before you finish. If you're smart, you'll do it quick and just linger around until one of your friends come and you get the hell up out of there. Uh, when you're young, you think it's a chore. Then when you start getting older, you can't wait to hear stories. Well, this story is about a sister named Frost. Tell you why Frost came to mind. Frost was light-skinned. Frost was beautiful. Oh, Frost was beautiful. She was. I don't know where Frost came from. But Frost was beautiful. She was. I ain't even gonna lie. Frost was beautiful. First spiritual chick that I've really seen that was like a hippie slash get your chakras in order, shit like that, right? Frost had wild hair. Frost wore mad bracelets. You were here jangling down the street, the wooden ones as well as the metal ones. And it was always love and peace and carrying flowers and stuff. But that's how Frost was, you know, smelled that. Vetiver and, you know, almond oil, you know what I'm saying? So Frost was that chick, right? So we talking in the 70s. Frost was that chick, very love, knew, you know, wow, man, everything is great. But Frost can be ghetto, too. Don't get it twisted. Frost carried a blade. Frost was good with that. She'll cut you from ear to ear. No, don't do it. Frost was a loyal friend, Right? That people would would judge her before they saw her. But most didn't know her story. And it wasn't, unless you were her friend, you didn't need to know her story. But people would make up all kinds of, of stories and things about her. And one or two, because they feared her, because she didn't think and do like them, or... She lived a life that she was comfortable with. And that kind of scared people. Even till this day, that still is. Frost ain't run around in nobody's church. Frost ain't carry no Bible. Frost ain't do all that. Frost lived her life according to how she saw fit. Can't get mad at that. So they used to run around and say how Frost was, uh, she was dirty. You know, she didn't bathe. She ran around with, and Frost stayed clean. For real. Matter of fact, believe it or not, Frost had shit, OCD. She, she cleaned everything. Like, for real. Excuse me. Frost would, um, Frost would talk to you and listen. You know what I'm saying? I seen Frost turn ghetto two times. But mainly, Frost, it's about Frost. So when people would make up stories 
or try to, you know, throw shade or hate on her. You know, most people, even now, <laughs> they would break their neck. They would break their neck like, oh, don't talk about me. Uh, you know, Frost kept living her fucking life at the end of the day. She did not care. She was unbothered. For real. Frost was unbothered. But Frost, like, wore long skirts and, you know what I'm saying? She wore feathers in her hair. Her hair was naturally long. It was hers. Very curly, wavy, right? Um, very self-sure of herself. Like, her confidence was out the roof. She'll walk in the door in any party, and you're going to look. Light-skinned sister, beautiful. You gonna, For her age, you was going to look. You was going to turn your head. Young dudes was mesmerized by her, and older guys were just, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, husbands will still say, you know, I love my wife, but they was like, first, you are fucking beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Because she was. You couldn't, you, you could not ignore that. But Frost didn't let that go to her head. She didn't come in the room as like, oh, I'm better than everybody. No. Frost would t- roll up her sleeves, go in your kitchen and start cooking and cleaning and taking out the garbage, changing people's pampers, like making bottles. Like that was Frost. That was Frost. But then you had those people that didn't know her or they were intimidated by her or they just assumed. And I remember, right, it was one year I'm talking about. Man, they was trying to dog for us, right? This lady, Charlene, all of them. They was just really going. Because she would sit outside and have conversations with you. And they were sitting there and, you know, one of the men, like, she would sit outside. So one of the men, like, they would sit. You know how you have conversations early in the morning? And then at the end, Frost went and did what she had to do. Honey, one of the ladies thought that she was taking to her man. So all she did was run around with these rumors, run, 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 run. Then people that assumed or they already had their qualms with her, right, jumped on that bandwagon. See, it's easy to build a team of people that may not like you because people would rather dislike you than accept you and appreciate you. That's hard. That's hard for a lot of people. No, No shade. That's hard for a lot of people. They would rather automatically be like, oh, I don't like her neither. I don't like the way she looked. I don't like, see, because that's how people build their friendship around gossip and all of that. So I'm watching my mom and them, right? And we all sitting there. And uh, I remember when Charlene came over on the step. And she was like, yeah, let me tell you, Barbara. She said, oh, don't bring that shit over here. <laughs> you know, so I'm sitting on the bottom of the step. We had the steps our front porches, right? And she was like, no, Barbara. She said, uh, don't bring that shit over here. She said, because first, I ain't never do nothing over here. And wait, wait, she did something wrong. I sit outside and talk to your man. So what? I got a whole husband in the house. She said, you wrong. You wrong. And and your ways will find you out. Now, I don't know where y'all came from, but I'm going to tell you where I come from. When someone says that to you, and your ways will find you out. Baby, that's a curse. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. When I tell you, I, I forget what fruit I was eating. But I know I dropped it. I dropped it. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, ooh. But Michelle and them were from the north. So to them, that didn't carry no weight. To me, I'm like, what? She, she just, 
your ways. She said, it's okay, baby. Your ways going to find you out. I dropped whatever the fuck I was eating. So now we got a problem. You're sitting here because either you're envying this woman or you're mad at this woman or you don't understand this woman. Whatever reason that you did, it's not validated. Now you done not only started hating this woman, but you're going to get a whole bunch of other people to jump on this fucking bandwagon to hate this woman that hasn't done anything. Now, on one side, let's look on Frost's side. She didn't give a fuck. She kept doing what she's doing every morning. She'll still come out there and talk to James. God bless the dead. They'll have good conversations. Some mornings, my young nosy ass will sit out there just so I can sit out there and be nosy because uh, I wanted to see how this was going. Ain't even going to lie to you, right? And some mornings I was like, it ain't worth it because all they do is talk about the weather, you know, what's going on, whatever happened the night before, who kid got arrested. Like, so it really wasn't, it was never, because uh, in Charlene's name, oh, she talked about having sex with him and all that, but it was never that conversation. But me being young, what older person want a young kid to get in? See, that's the cool part about being young back in the day. You can be all through the place here, all kinds of conversations, but ain't nobody ever going to ask you, why? You a kid, stay in the kid's place. I sure did. But they never talked about nothing sexual. Never. Like, never. Because that wasn't Frost's character. Frost was in love with one dude. She was happy with the dude she got. Her fella? Because that's what she used to call him, her fella. She was happy with her fella. But because of ignorance, jealousy, stupidity, all of that, then Frost started talking about spiritual stuff one day. Not with Mr. James. God bless the dad. But she's talking, you know, around people. Now she's a witch. Oh, my God. Now she's a witch, honey. Now Frost is the witch. Oh, she's putting spells. That's what she's doing. This lady would literally tell her man, that's why you don't understand because she's putting fucking voodoo on you. I said, I only saw Frost get out of pocket two times in my life. So this other chick named Julie that jumped on the bandwagon to hate Frost, right? Mr. James lived like going down in the basement, but you can sit on the level, the, the uh, side, right, where you can sit. And Frost and would sit there. He'd drink his beer early in the fucking morning and Frost would laugh and be like, you drink early in the morning? She's like, child, you don't have no liver. You don't even have a stomach. She said, try making some breakfast. So one day, Frost had made some breakfast. We all ate it. Simon Crow catch and grits. Baby, with some buttermilk biscuits. Shit, we ate it. Mr. James ate it. I had a place. She said, you want something? They used to call me soup. You want some soup? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, who gonna turn down some meal? We got breakfast. So we sitting out there. I ran to the store for him to go get them a cold drink. Store was around the corner. I showed it. And he wanted a beer. Okay. But he got food that morning. Now, let's think of it like this. Because I know what some of y'all are give. Well, where was this woman? Good question. Where was she? She was across the street in her house. Worrying too much about Frost instead of taking care of her man. She should have been over there making his breakfast or getting her ass up, bringing him breakfast, right? However that was supposed to be. But Frost made extra and she fed all of us. She didn't just feed him. See? So I want to get y'all the full picture before we get into the whole thing. So Frost fed all of us. Okay. So we eating, right? (laughs) Now, James got sick. Like I said, he drank every day, morning, noon, night, he drank. He drank every day. 
Now, <laughs> here she go. I told y'all she put something on him. I told y'all. I told y'all. So now it's pissing off my mother and all of them because we all ate the food. And she's like, well, why his ass drinking? She said, why he's sick and everybody else ain't sick? She said, Sue, who, who ate? I said, oh, me, man. Like, we all ate. Oh, because, now mind you, it's a shade, right? Because I got to have people believe in my bullshit. Oh, because y'all all from the same town. So y'all know your kids is immune. My mother said, what? She said, baby, your ways go find you out. Oh, when that day come. And she, you know, my mother would have this long skirt, this dress, and she'll wrap it up and put it to her side and just sit there with her hands leaning on her lap, on her knee, you know, her legs, her thighs, and just sitting there shaking her head laughing and said, baby, your way is going to find you out. Now, Julia, right, was one of the girls that was on Miss Charlene's side. So she got to have, you got to have more than one person that believe you with this shit. So Frost was sitting there. Right? She was sitting there with Mr. James. We all sitting outside. That one day, I was like, oh, I don't want to go out. But I had the windows open in the living room. And all I heard was, yeah, bitch, you poisoned him. Oh! I run upstairs. I said, Mom, that's the TV? You got your TV up? She said, uh-uh, I think that's Julia. She said, girl, go out there and see. I sure did. Went outside, right in front of my house. Right, sat on my step. And Julia is sitting there. Frost was calm, cool, and collective. Right? Julia's like, yeah, that's the problem. Because <laughs> you poisoning him and you doing voodoo. Charlene knew what she was talking about. So we all sitting there. All right? Now, Charlene comes out, all of that. Frost is still talking to James like, it's okay. You know, we all sitting there and stuff. And Julia has to make this spectacle now because now you have an audience. <sighs> I think when she threatened Frost, Frost stood up. And she said, just really, really like not raising her voice. She said, Mama, don't do that. She said, you don't want these problems. She said, you following behind these other women, and that's not you. Oh, you ain't nothing but a dirty bitch. All you saw was hand go to throat. Hand go to throat. And my mother came down the stairs. She said, Frost, turn her loose. Now, you know that's a southern term. Turn her loose. Turn her loose. She said, ain't worth it. Oh, I'm going to kill you. I'm calling the police. She said, Frost, go on in the house. She said, turn her loose. First turned around. She gave a look. And she looked at Charlene. She said, you hate me. And the very chick that's sitting here is fucking your man. Because Julia was. She was sleeping with James. Everybody knew except for Charlene. Okay. But anyway, that's a whole different story. So now you got all these six women, right? Because it was six with Charlene. That's making these rumors and doing all this, adding these forced accusations and all of that. And for us still, she was never, she was never bothered by it. She still got up, did what she did. She still talked to James. Like, she, she loved her, 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 her baby, her man, her, her fella, and it didn't bother her. So the problem was, how do you 
have the half of these people just talk bad about you and get these other people to believe in you and you still keep your composure, right? Because <laughs> she still kept it. How do you deal with people just, because these are the issues right now, people just dogging you out and you're like, damn, I'm innocent. But you, the more you fight, and try to prove you're innocent, the more somebody's going to come and throw more dirt on your goddamn name. How do you, even if you have a friend, like my mother was first friend, how do you be a friend and try to protect your friend without jumping in, just having both of y'all go to jail or whatever the case may be? Because like I said, my mother really told her, I can't wait until your way's going to find you out. Like, what? You just cursed this lady without her. What? Because your ways will find you out. Now, I remember seeing my mom and them take compact mirrors and they'd take some honey and put it around the mirror. Right? Compact mirror, regular compact mirror. And you take some honey and you spin it around. And you read over it. Psalms 115. Sometimes people love Psalm 64, the universal psalm. Because you may have 50 million things you might want to show. But it'll be like, in other words, the reason why is to always keep your image sweet. To keep the reflection that you see in that mirror calm, cool, and sweet. And when others see you calm, cool, and sweet, that love you, that have a good intention. Now, everybody else that don't, they're going to see you all kinds of ways, but it's okay. Because those that love you and matter will never allow nothing to happen to you. Now, gave you the, gave you the remedy, right? Regular old compact mirror that you carry with you. Some people put it in a Ziploc bag and keep it in they, they purse. Some people close it. Some people open it. It all depends on you. Now, as time went on, tell you, your ways find you out. Because I would see, you know, when people bag, especially, you know, when you're a kid, they go, go in there and uh, get that $5 and run around the corner store and go get me a cold drink. Okay. So you'll see, I remember pulling it out. Like, what's this? <laughs> Why is it in the bag? No, it's a heifer. Put that down. Okay. When I got older, I found out what it was. See, that mirror allows you to see that reflection. And as long as you're innocent, that sweetness is going to triple the times. And when you read those Psalms, Universal 115, it lets folks see you in a great light and you see them in a great light. So you ain't got time to be sitting here because in reality, Micheline was. She was very jealous, very envious because, see, Frost knew who she was. She didn't need validation from nobody, and that's sometimes a threat. But down the road, come to find out, see, James didn't cheat on her, but she did. She slept with his friend. And, baby, when that news came out, my mama was sitting on the step. And she looked at Charlie and she said, I told you, baby, your ways are going to find you out. Now, you just sat here and tormented this man and did all of this, and it was your ass. Mm. Your ways will find you out. I don't have to sit and fight 
so you can believe who I am. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got to convince you who I am. My wall could tell you who I am. I ain't trying to be no better, no greater, no powerful than anybody else. I'm just being me. That's it. I don't try to be the great I am. I'm just me. And I'm very grateful for Frost. I am. She taught us a lot of things going up. One is to love who you are. Now, even when I was 380 pounds, I still loved me. I didn't give a fuck about anybody else. People call us arrogant. Some folks say, oh, she thinks she better. No, uh uh-uh. I feel bad if you don't know who you are, and I suggest you learn. And the quickest way and the better way is to stand in front of the mirror for 21 days. Anything that's done 21 days becomes a habit. 91 days becomes a lifestyle. Every day you look in the mirror and you give yourself five positive things about you. Don't repeat the words again. Whatever those words are. No cheating. Try to write down words at night. No. But positive. Positive things about you. 21 days it becomes a habit. 91 days it becomes a lifestyle. See, every day we would have for us to say, y'all are beautiful. Black queens, beautiful. She would say that to us. Not once did she ever say, oh, y'all ugly, y'all stink, y'all stupid. None of that. It was always something uplifting every time we saw her. And women that did not love themselves or didn't know who they was, she would encourage that. I remember one sister told her husband, she said, I should be sleeping with Frost. Shit, Frost talked to me better than you ever did. He said, well, go ahead. She said, I might do. And Frost used to tell him, tell her that she's beautiful. She wasn't there to help or discourage or take somebody's man. She was there to show you that with a man or without, you still beautiful. I didn't miss that message. I didn't. And I'm grateful for the lesson in the message. Because for us man, her fella, he was cheating. He was doing all kinds of stuff. Listen. But guess what? When he was there with her, now we're talking about the 70s. When he was there with her, it was all about her. But she wasn't dumb. She didn't have to do tit for tat. And when she got ready to leave, Frost did. Frost moved to California. Frost was out. And no fucks given, no nothing. Frost was out. I, sometimes you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. But she always loved herself. And made sure we all had that love. And as my mother say, people come in your life for a reason and a season. Don't mean they meant to stay there. For us came in our lives when we needed it. We needed to know that we were beautiful with a partner, without a partner. For us to let us know that we accept who you are. Not everybody loved when back then... uh, Dior and all that. Frost wore vetiver. Frost wore almond oil. Frost wore uh, cocoa butter. Like Frost, Red Fox cocoa butter, because that was the thing back then. And the yellow tub, right? Or the green blessings hair. She would put that, or Dixie Peach grease. Thank you. Frost didn't need a hot comb. Frost would plait her hair at night, wash it, plait it, use the brown paper bag. Turn. We used to sit there and help her twist it, and she'd twist her hair with it at night in little braids. And in the morning, take it out, and it'd be all curly all over the place. That was Frost. And people was like, oh, 
you need to you need to put a uh they didn't call it a perm back then, you know. They called it a relaxer. And she or hot combing. She said, Well, I don't need that. She said, No, I don't need that. I want my hair fried. My hair ain't chicken. And she'll keep on going. But she didn't diss nobody. She did what she had to do. And Frost smoked plenty of weed. So Frost was happy with who she was. She was. You can go to a house. She, listen, black musicians, artwork, all of that. She let us know our blackness. So she did come in our life for a reason and a season. And when that season was over, Frost went out to California. Frost was gone. And she said it. She said, nah, you won't see me. She said, my time here is done. And she knew when it was time to move on. But I'm going to tell y'all, the reason why I share this story back here in the back porch tonight, take a lesson from Frost. Know that you are beautiful inside and out. You don't have to be a sheep and wear and do and say what everybody else do. Frost stood out. Frost stood out. She saw, she felt what she wanted. She followed what her spirits gave her, and she did it. And in the process, she uplifted everyone. Nobody went without. She touched everybody's life around there, and we was happy for it. And though even the women that didn't like her, she still touched their heart and their mind and their soul just by being her. Because it's okay to be you. Nobody should ever dictate who you are. And where you got to go and what you got to do. No, that's what you have to do. Don't mean what we got to do. And to know that my moms and them had little things to help you that you use every day in your house. And you hide it in plain sight. Here it is, a compact mirror with honey on it to sweeten your disposition and the image that you see in there. And you carry it with you. Root rocks, things of that nature. But you carry that mirror with you. Because most women always have two. Two compact mirrors. I was like, why y'all got now? Nah, no. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's, it's beautiful because I'm grateful to be there. Excuse me. And to share these stories with y'all. Because I don't want them to die out. They should be passed down. There's no more of us just being quiet or shaking our head. We got to share these stories. So now you know. I don't need to argue with the world. I don't need to argue with people that don't know me really. I'm here to live my life and follow what needs to be followed. But at the end, if you, just in case you got to, Psalms 115, 6-4. Compact mirror and a little honey and a Ziploc bag goes a long way. Some people will wrap it up in a nice little handkerchief and put it in their purse, their pocketbook. Because, see, back then your pocketbook wasn't going to hit the flow, so it doesn't matter. And wherever you go, that image of you is in that mirror. Hence why, let me tell you how, it's, how we love our old ways. When you die, they cover that mirror up. See, in houses, when you die, those mirrors are covered. So the mirror play an important part in ganja, root work. That mirror play an important part. Never underestimate that mirror. 
It's why there's so many different things that a mirror can be used for. So you don't need to go out and buy 50 million things. What you got in your house is just enough. So as always, I welcome you. I thank you for sitting down, allowing me to speak and share, letting you be there. Because this night is so beautiful. And I love each and every one of you that come and sit for a spell. Because it's always relaxing to be able to share with you the things that we just go through. Because the dead always speak. And I'm grateful for my mom and all of them for giving me this opportunity to share and speak. And each one has left a beautiful mark on my life. And I want to share that mark with you because I always remember what my father said. The journey continues, doesn't end. So all these women and these men that were there, and I had the privilege and the honor and the blessing to be there, to witness, to hear, I now share with you all in the back porch. Because the back porch was everything, everything. You got your grill back here. You got your tables back here. Baby, just sit back. And when it rained, oh, on that back porch and that rocking chair, baby, it's the best sign. Let you know that God's cleaning the earth. So I want y'all to always take in consideration the back porch. Know that whether I'm here in this world or the world that's after with the elders, I'm going to be waiting for you at the back porch. Sit down. Grab a seat. Get something cold to drink. Because we're going to sit here for a spell and share the tales that we have. And we're going to learn from one another of sharing of our adventures, our love, our tears. Those moments that we cried out to God. And I want to be able to share that with you. So as always, this is Bobby Ann's baby girl sitting back here. Now, if y'all got a can of snuff, take it with you. Those two rows and all that. I don't want to be tempted no more. Grab your, your napkins and your little snacks and all that and put it in the trash right there. Fold them seats up. Take them babies off the bed because we done already planted their hair and we done put them together. Kiss your fellow or your partner goodnight. And y'all go and y'all live a beautiful life. But take that lesson from Frost. Be you. Be you.